Welcome to the Life Chapters podcast, Real Women, Real Stories. Hi, I'm Stacey, and I am super passionate about showing everyday women like you that they really do have a story to share. In my opinion, everyone deserves to be heard. And on this podcast, you will get to meet some pretty fabulous women who have amazing stories to tell. Some of the stories you hear might trigger you, but they're all spoken by the women who lived them. Some of them will make you smile, some of them might make you cry. Hello and welcome back to the Live Chapters podcast. Today I have Melanie with me. Melanie is a senior regional manager for the Body Shop at Home and she's going to talk about how that came to be for her. She's a mum to two kids and she's built this business up from the ground up. Um, Melanie, it's lovely to have you. First of all, tell my listeners exactly where you are in the country and then crack on, tell us your story. Hi, Stacey. So um, I live currently in Birmingham, but grew up in gorgeous Somerset. Um, and I do very much hanker to be back in the countryside. Um, so let's go back to Somerset and, and my childhood and, and that's where it all starts. So I was I was quite a driven child, I would say, possibly driven by my parents a little bit, if, as we all probably understand, and um, had quite um, big aspirations in life and, and wanted to be a career woman. I um, went off to university to study media and communication and I um, sadly, just after that, lost my mum, which was my biggest fear in life coming true I made some choices around that time that were probably not the best ones should we say but fair enough you know let's not regret the actions that we 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 take in times of uh, that we don't know any better so I went sort of almost straight from that into a relationship with a guy who I loved at the time for 17 years I had gone from sort of being someone that probably wouldn't have children if you'd have asked me as a young person I'd be like no I'm not having children because I'm all career but I think losing my mum made me realize that I sort of did need to have a, a family around me and so that did become important to me so I stayed in that relationship had two children it wasn't a relationship that perhaps I should have stayed in nothing really hideous we just were very different people I really felt though when I had the boys this strong f- sort of feeling that I had to make choices about what happened next in my life having been a career woman who had worked her way up in a couple of businesses I'd been randomly having studied media and communication a pub manager um had worked my worked behind the bar and then became a a licensee and then I'd gone into um, a sales job and sold chocolate and worked my way up in that company it was a real shocker to me when I had my first child that although I had this gorgeous bundle of joy who gave me massive amounts of pleasure and I loved with all my heart that I had to give up a piece of me if you like that had been really really important so in becoming a mum my own dreams goals aspirations whatever had become secondary or even lower than that because the husbands were important as well so I really struggled actually being in inverted commas just a mum you know having had sort of these massive goals in life I very quickly got pregnant with child number two which surprisingly so 
and so it ended up with me being at home with them for four years and yes there were amazing times I've got some nice video I'm that old it's all on camcorder um, <laughs> you know what I mean? and I've got some lovely you know memories that I look back but I also see as well this desperate person who was just you know is this my life is this what I'm, I'm destined for now is this all there is and I think I spent a lot of time trying to think what could I do what what can I do around my boys I don't want to go back really to a a nine to five because that will mean that I won't see them and I'll be handing them over to someone else to um, have all that you know see them walk and talk and all of those lovely things so what was that um, you know there aren't many options are there I remember my husband saying it would be a teacher I didn't really want to be a teacher not not something that I wanted to do the, the two of those was enough without someone else's children um, and that was the only sort of a career that seemed you know it fits around children because you've got school holidays um I toyed with being all kinds of things and did a bit of catering what else did I do I wanted a wedding planner briefly planned my friend's wedding going to be a wedding planner um what I just couldn't I could not think what I would do and one day randomly went to a body shop party in my close and I had one of those little moments where I was like aha I could actually do this whilst the kids are in bed and they won't even notice that I'm gone because the lady was there it was it was an evening I could I thought oh, I could they could I could literally put them to bed and I can go and work I didn't have any particular feelings about doing that I, I sort of just thought I'll give it a try it wasn't like oh that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life but as it happens um for 15 years <laughs> I've been doing that now <laughs> um because it absolutely fit around my boys I it enabled me to build something and build a career whilst they were young so within that time I did end up having um splitting up from my husband so that was eight coming up to nine years ago now and it was hard it was hard um it was the right choice to make for everybody I I absolutely believe that and uh, to begin with it was okay you know it was it was it, you know all the emotions and and dealing with it were hard um but I was I was kind of financially okay um he was giving me um he was giving me money that supplemented my business at the time it wasn't a huge business then but one day the day came kind of thing where he said I'm I'm really sorry but I can't I can't keep giving you that amount of money because my situation's changed so I had a bit of a moment there where I had to really think about this choice again this sort of mum a bit of a mum choice again in life because the boys were I think they were sort of 11 and 9 something like that so still very much in school needing support you know still going through that sort of hard time so here I was again with this choice about being a mother and money and do I have do I then have to go back to work but I'm still faced with that same kind of choice and it was a bit of a sink or swim kind of a moment um I think that's a, a good way to think about it because I could have given up on on the business I could have given up on that career that I was building for myself and found again been on that search for whatever that that other mystical thing was that I could do or I could change gear if you like on my on my direct sales business and and really go for it and I went for that option um I thought right okay here we are this is this is it this is the moment 
this is in my hands. This is something that I am building for me, for for us, because I, you know, I want to provide. I want to give my boys um, the best life that they can have, and give them a good role model to follow, I guess, and and in how to have a good work ethic and and such. So I did, I did that exact thing. I I changed gear, and within quite a short amount of time from that moment, I had progressed quite quickly in the business. The business is very much about empowering women, particularly not that men are um, are welcome, but it's it's very female orientated because of the flexibility and I I loved that side of it with a passion as well you know that I'm helping in helping grow my business I'm also empowering other women to do the same and to make those choices around their babies and I became um, a a regional manager as it's called um, at the time of a of a larger team so about I think it's about 250 people at the time and with that came more income um, as you receive bonuses then from the company for looking after people and I was becoming a financially independent woman which was amazing because I did you know we all have times where we have to rely on um, tax credits and things like that from from the government and I had this income from the ex-husband I wasn't needing it so much so as time has gone on in that eight years, well, I suppose that was probably six years ago that um, that moment came. I've loved that in empowering other women and helping other women and, and, and helping to build their confidence and help them make choices that will give them that flexibility and that confidence and all of that stuff that you kind of lose potentially when you are, inverted commas again, just a mum. You'll get your me back. Um, you find that fire that you used to have in your belly before when when you could be anything you wanted to be. I'm actually completely now financially independent from the ex-husband and from the government. And woohoo, that makes me exceedingly proud. And where I'm at now, so, you know, after that 15 years of being in the business, I have a very, um, I have a multi-million pound business in terms of the sales that we the, the products that we sell, which is fantastic. I'm not that doesn't make me a multimillionaire, unfortunately, but um, it it's a it's a really big um, business. At the height, we had I had 1,200 people in the COVID times because that was when we had a lot of um, people in need of an income. But our, now my boys are um, going to be 19 and 17 this year. I'm now staring at the next phase of my life, I suppose, where they're going to be off doing their thing at some point going to uni getting a job whatever that might be but it then they're no longer my responsibility as such I I, I know everyone says to me Melanie you think they're gonna go they're not gonna go well that's fine but I I'm no longer you know responsible for them in in the same way right so if I I can go do what I want and they can come along and they can still have a home and everything like that but I can it's my time. So thinking about all the, those things that I've said, my, my, my sort of key thing that I, I like to get across to people is that, you know, you fit, when you feel like you haven't got choices in your life, you have, you always have. Some of them are scary choices. Some of them are steps into the unknown and steps into, you, you might not feel very secure, perhaps. I like to feel secure because I, th- I didn't have I didn't feel that as a as a child I suppose um 
in a financial sense. So I, like, I do like to, we all like to feel like we know we're going to be okay. But there has to be moments where you kind of take a punt, I suppose, and think, do you know what, it's going to be okay. I'm so glad that I chose to do something that was in my own hands rather than working for the ma- for the man kind of thing because there was no limitation on me there was no structure to the work in that it was you have to work these hours but also I can earn as much as I want to in the work that I do but I also now at this moment in time faced with this new future I'm in a really good position to go and do whatever I want to I'm not start I'm, I haven't brought up the kids and then gone right what am I going to do now then what job am I going to start or now it's time to start my career. I've it's underway, so I'm in a in a financially good position, but also a personally good position, in that I've done a lot of work. You know, I've sort of done a lot of work on myself and invested into personal development and stuff like that over the time. But partly because of the industry, I think. But I'm 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 sort of poised to have this post-child future of my dreams because I've got a, a portable business in that I can go do it anywhere I'm I, I always use the use Japan I don't know why but I'd really like to go to Japan and I can I think to myself well I could I could go and be in Japan and do my business fantastic and there's nothing to stop me so I guess ultimately my big message to people to women especially is don't settle for you know don't don't feel like you have to make to sacrifice what you want because you are still important you you don't become a mum and become unimportant why should why should that be the case why do we have to do that what that's that's an, something from years ago isn't it that kind of feeling that women's role is purely to to look after people other people and not themselves so look for that thing look for the thing that you have passion about or that makes you feel good or drives you forward and just take it and do it anyway and do it alongside having your children because it shows them that what life is really like and it shows them how if you go after things you get them and it gives them an awesome message when you've done your raising of them you then have something for you you're ready to go you you can do whatever you want to do rather than having that moment where you have to start again and then think about yourself I just I just think that's so important. I want to I want to spread that to all women that you are important and your life, your happiness and your your goals that you had as that young woman is so important and should never be forgotten. And what a fabulous sentiment. It's amazing that we we grow up and we have these dreams as youngsters and yet life takes us on a journey and sometimes those dreams and goals and aspirations they get quashed, they get hidden. But what you're saying is, no, 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 no. We're allowed to have both. We're allowed to do both things. We can be a mum and a businesswoman. We can be a mum and have a career. We can be a mum and run our own seven-figure business, which is what you're doing. So it's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I, I know my listeners will be really key to hear that. I've asked everybody who's been a guest on the podcast to share a verse or a, a, a quote or a statement that really means something to me. Now, you were a little bit different. You sent me a whole song. 
Um, but please tell my audience what the song is and can you pick a line or two and tell us why? Okay. <laughs> so I sent you the entire lyrics of Firework by Katy Perry. <laughs> um, so th that has particular meaning to me because I, I remember being at a conference, uh, a body shop conference and having got an award and I'd come out of, you know, when you've been to something big like that and you sort of come out sometimes a bit shell-shocked by the whole thing and I, I was sitting in the car and I had to drive straight home quite often we'd go and do something else but I was going straight home that day and I popped the radio on which is rare for me to do and that song came on the radio and like you said to me when I'd sent that to you you'd heard that song a million times but hadn't actually listened to the lyrics and I did that day and oh my gosh that that those lyrics are really um, amazing and it's basically about you know, if you, you feel that you're not good enough or that you are buried deep of the words that she uses in the song, then did you know that there's a chance for you because there's a spark in you? You just got to ignite the light and let it shine. And it really spoke to me and I bawled my eyes out. I was driving her. It just it was just a, like a moment and I was crying and like, oh, my God, that's me. That's me, because that's what I felt like at that time. And just in my life I think not but you know being in that in that marriage that wasn't quite right and with the with the dreams and the goals and everything everything felt buried deep and it was um, I, she gave Katy Perry gave me permission to <laughs> come out ignite the light and let it shine and uh, and w we discussed the the lyric um, about the door there's a lyric about the doors you know the reason why some doors are closed is because you can open one that leads you to the perfect road and I, I love that because that's about, you know, sometimes we we, we do come to an, a, a door and we think that it's the worst thing that could happen to us. But actually that door closing, that it's a, it's a, a common phrase, isn't it? One door closes, another one opens, but exactly that. And you end up on a path that leads you somewhere amazing. And even, here's a, here's a love story to add on to it, that I actually, so having split up with my ex, I then actually met my current partner who I've been with now for eight years next month via my job as well because I met somebody on a trip who introduced me to him and I wouldn't have met him if it hadn't have been for that door that particular door being opened either so you know we often talk about what would have happened if I hadn't have gone if I hadn't have gone on that trip to Mauritius and met um, the lovely Ali then I wouldn't have met my James so I love it I love it thank you so much for sharing and it is amazing we listen to these songs all day every day and we hear the chorus but sometimes we forget to listen to the verses and and what what you share about the doors being closed new doors opening new paths sort of laying out in front of us it's really, really powerful. So thank you so much for sharing. Um, I will make sure that Melanie's contact details are in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Melanie, if you want to know more about what she does and how she empowers women, then you can do that. And um, I'll make sure they're all there. I'll also pop a link to her social media. You can go and follow her over there. Thank you so much for being a guest today. I really do appreciate it. It's been great. Thank you, Melanie. Thank you for having me, Stacey. It's been my pleasure. What a powerful story. If you want more information about my guest or their story, check out the show notes. All the details are there. I would love to know what you think about this episode. Head over to Instagram at the Life Chapters Pod and tell me what you think. I really would love to know. And if you have a story to share and you want to do it here on the Life Chapters podcast, please get in touch. 
My door's always open and I would love to give you the platform to share your story.